Let's do this like Brutus. Is that your best Homestar Runner impression? <coughs> no. Oh, let's hear your best one then. Let's do this like Brutus. Oh, really <laughs> wasn't too bad. any better. It was much better, for sure. Okay. Can you do better? Lonesalwater.com.org. Well, this is awkward. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, there we go. I'm guessing they lost audio for a second because there's probably some sort of volume limiter for them. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> this is the Movie Dummies podcast. Uh, welcome, everybody. Thanks for uh, joining us this week. Uh, I am Joe. I am Shannon. I'm Angela. Ah, Matt. And there's no... A-A-Ron. This week, he will be missed... Um, gosh, I don't want to eulogize the man. He'll be back. Uh, but he missed, <laughs> he missed a gem, to be sure. Um, well, I don't want to get too far into it, but we watched a movie from, uh, what, 1971 via 1989 called Collision Course? Yeah. I, I think it was written in about the 40s. A minute and a half. No, I, I mean, I think it's one of oh. the scripts that's been it was sitting around for 40 years. And then they're like, oh, you know probably. let's make this mm-hmm. because... It took at least 27 minutes. A lot of those jokes don't belong in 1989, mm-hmm. but we'll get there. I mean, a lot of those jokes don't belong anywhere, but yeah, I, I, have, some, I have some questions. Questions? <laughs> Would you say you have some queries? Queries? Hmm? Some queries? That's some... not a nice thing to say. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have some, <laughs> genius, I, I have some genius, queries. Genius. But we'll All get right. there. Well, before we get there, how about you tell us your pick of the week? Ooh. Ooh. Pick of the week. So my pick of the week is a documentary on Netflix called Abducted in Plain Sight. Is it really a documentary, though? Um, yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm not convinced by your enthusiasm. Tell me more. (laughs) well, you're saying that like I like it's not. I'm very confused right now. <laughs> well, I'm, what I'm saying is, um, does it have an agenda? Is it politically motivated or is it an actual documentary that's middle of the I road? Don't, I don't know that it's. Well, I I don't know. It I don't like look nothing's for, middle of the road I, anymore. I don't look no. for politics in my entertainment, so I don't know. Well, you should it might. so that you know whether or not you're being lied to. Ooh. I mean, it doesn't appear to have any politics. Involved. That's just what the government wants you to think. Because <laughs> there's that other. Remember, we talked about that other Netflix documentary series about the people who gave confessions. Yeah, yeah. That was obviously politically motivated. Yeah, it's it's not like that. Okay, that's all I'm asking. Okay, so it's telling the story of a man who was a pedophile, but nobody knew it. Yeah, 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 exactly. The dumbest, he he latched on to the dumbest family in history. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who, like, escapes with the daughter again after he gets out of prison. Yeah, he managed, he never even went to prison. He managed to get to abduct their, the first time she was eight, their eight-year-old daughter twice. Right. And the second time and, he's with her and he like enrolls her in a public or a private school or something. And yeah, the parents are like, hey, and, have you seen her? And he's like, no. Yeah, it's okay. wild. It, I mean, this is the kind of story that's like you, you almost think it has to be made up. Right. Or the parents have to have been colluding with this man or something because it's just so ridiculous. Right. And but, he eventually gets caught. Uh-oh, yeah. Dicarus is flying too close to the sun. Well, he got caught, I mean, he got caught a bunch of times, but, yeah. like, he was super careful, you know, when he'd rape her, not to break her hymen. So, after they brought, after they I bring them back from Mexico. I like this conversation. What? I'm just I'm... after they bring her back from Mexico, her mother has her looked at, you know, for signs of sexual abuse, and there aren't any. So How? the mother's just like, oh, because he didn't he didn't fully Hurt. penetrate her. What? So Yeah, but yeah. his butthole is like hanging out like a sock. 
So there weren't any signs of abuse. So the mother yeah, was just like, oh, okay, so nothing happened. Cool. And just continued to let this man in their lives. And the worst part is she even had an affair with him. Ew. You're totally ruining my brain. Oh. Ugh. The it's, mom. Uh, gross. The mom. Okay. And Say no more. Say no dad, more. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. I want to watch it now. Don't spoil it. I got to spoil this one thing. The dad jerked him off once. Yeah, yeah. Ew. Okay. So what is happening? This this guy is just so freaking charming, and he just plays the game so Can you well. recommend it's... something else, please? Yeah, is, there has to be something. Insubordinate. You said you had Benny. And please give no, us no, another. No, no, no. Let's go on to the next one. Matt, what is your pick of the week? Please <laughs> well, have less child rape. <laughs> well, it's much more no less um <laughs> i uh played a video game uh from a series that is well renowned oh uh, it's called final fantasy 14 uh, okay wow yeah um <sighs> sorry shannon i'll try and get I know, this so quickly. boring um, <laughs> the 11th Final Fantasy was an MMO, uh, massively multiplayer online, and the 14th, uh, they made another one. Uh, I played this, the original, back in, like, I don't know, 1978 or some shit. <laughs> Whoa, uh, before you were born? How's that possible? Yeah, it was, it was pretty awful, uh, and Square Enix being the great company they are, they heard everybody saying it sucked, and they were like, oh, we're just going to make an, ent- an entirely different game. Uh, so they didn't, it's pretty fun. Um I haven't played a lot of it, but I like what I like so far. <laughs> that was me. I just whacked the microphone. I couldn't believe what he was saying. <laughs> I thought you were talking about my cat going, Meow! <laughs> this Zombie kid cat. might be a genius. Keep going, Matt. I'm sorry. No, I, I don't really have much to add. I just haven't played a lot of it, but I like a lot of it that I have played so far. So. Oh, Ooh. okay. Fine. All right. Sorry to put you guys to sleep. No, 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 that was fine. I'm just tired. You know, yeah, just normal. about that one guy in the car jerking the other guy off, you just have to know something. A man can touch another penis or even kiss one very lightly, <laughs> You're a little late, and it Joe. still doesn't necessarily mean he's a homosexual. So I just wanted to let you know. Be careful. Don't mention anything like coats or anything like Make that. Make sure you either. wear a oh. nice jacket. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Neither of them were. That, that's the whole thing. Neither. So of them nobody's wearing a jacket? Either. Well, son of a... No. All right, Shannon, what's your pick of the week? I get to do two. Because you get to do one. You did two last time, you hog. Well, you guys all pressured me to watch something, and I did. Oh, okay. You so can... I do want to talk about that just fairly quickly. I attempted Future Man or Futterman. What do you Future Man. Get... Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I got into the third episode, uh-huh. and I... I think I'm good. I don't think I'm going to even return to it. Oh I'm my so gosh, sorry. we made it the exact same amount. I was just like, you, I just you can't tried do it, it anymore. Couldn't watch it anymore either. Yeah, and my I'm on season or I'm on episode four. That's Shut the up, next baby, epi- That's the next episode to play, and I was just like, now nah, I'm good. Exactly. Uh, I was you like, stopped <laughs> just short of a giant dong. Well, I'm uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I feel, must be very I feel popular okay with, with my male viewership. Yeah, I think it's I'm wondering male. that. I really am. Not like, and you guys gave me a good fair warning. <laughs> and that first episode, I was like, what? But I kind of knew it was coming. The fact that he ejaculated oh. all over, you know, these people and all. But uh, I was just like, what? Like, yeah, it just kept getting more ridiculous <laughs> to me that I just couldn't take it. And I'm sorry. I tried. I really did. Shannon, if there's anything that can be said about you, it's that you very you try very hard. <laughs> You're totally ruining my brain thought. But my recommendation or the pick of the week is True Detective. Season three. Yes, season three with um, what's his names? Napoleon Bonaparte. Yeah, no, is that his name? <laughs> no. <laughs> Mahershala. Is that how you say Ali. it? Ali. Okay. Steven Dorf. Thank you. And there's another Dorf guy. Dorf Yeah, so uh, I'm it watching is. it with her, and we're caught up now, and we're going to have to- There's one more. We're going to have oh, to sorry. be like friggin' rubes and watch it like as it broadcasts like the rest of the world. What kind of douchebag does that? But like- um, 
So True Detective Season 1 is a tour de force of both acting and directing and writing. It is it is perfect. Um, Woody it, it, Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey could teach a class about on-screen chemistry and how important it is. Colin Farrell's in it too, isn't he? Rachel McAdams? Or is that the next one? That's the next one. Yeah. That's season two. So, Go that's ahead. season two. So like, they're fan- just fantastic. Um. Season two was, it changed tone. So the first one is Lovecraftian and it's a noir. And so there's all this other stuff going on. The second one goes into a straight noir Mm -hmm. with no Lovecraftian element. And uh, people did not like it. Now, the third season, which has now been a couple years since season two, Mm -hmm. is back. And it's back to Lovecraftian. It's back to weird. It's back to tripping your mind out a little bit. And uh, Mahershala Ali and Stephen Dorff are amazing fantastic they are they like it has this weird like back and forth of the time so you go like to the 80s then to the 90s and then to the present but then you're constantly and they cut it so well oh my gosh it's beautiful i really enjoy how this director put this together and it just it flows perfectly. And one of my favorite parts, and Joe pointed this out as we were watching it, was, you know how you hate love scenes? At least I do. I'm sorry. Well, the guys. first one was very famous for having the girl who was in the Percy Jackson movies. Uh, she was in Baywatch. Alexandra. She's in. Uh, she's the Rock's daughter in San Andreas. I can look her up. Alexandria. Hold I don't know. On. She was nude in that. And it was a like everyone was like ooh, Alexandria. Yeah, and uh, was it there Michelle? Was, was her name Maggie? I have no idea. Alexandria something. Duh, Alexandria. There's no Alexandria. Hold on. Anyways, uh, there's a sex scene that starts between Mahershala, mm-hmm. or Mahershala, as I'm, I've been told it's it's pronounced, and his old lady in the show, and they just close the door and it stops. Hmm. Which nice. is what Shannon enjoyed. Perfect. Because, so. you know, we were going to just play around on our phones during that scene, but they just shut the door, and I was like, awesome. Yeah. So I couldn't find Al- like a- Alexandra Daddario. Daddario, right? Daddario. There you go. I'm glad you found it. Dudorino. But it's, you know, he mentioned watching it. We got into it, and we can't. It's like one of those episodes you just continue. While it was good, was lackluster compared to the first one. Would you agree? Yes, it was kind of more like grimy. Well, it's supremely well acted. It was, you know, and it was well done. It just wasn't the same. Would you agree with that? Correct. So, like setting alone is completely different. I had heard season three was amazing, and I wanted to get into it, but I don't know. We weren't just like psyched, but we were hooked immediately. Immediately, yeah. So. So if you get an opportunity, if you haven't seen any True Detectives, it's worth watching. Oh, you can even bounce around and watch any episodes. Season one is better than most movies you'll ever see in your life. I uh, am probably the only person who's ever going to say this, but I couldn't get into it. So It's slow. You just have to keep watching. I think you might enjoy season three over season one. I just I don't think I don't think noir is my genre. We'll say you only have like two genres, and if you're in there, it's good. (laughs) Hey, hey, I get it. It's okay, but I'm I'm just saying space or any bullshit. She's out. Space. I definitely you know recognized immediately that it was very well done and very well acted, and you know I I I don't have anything bad to say about it. It just wasn't. My cup of tea, and it might have exactly what a lot of my exes said. (laughs) It might have been just the moment in which I was trying to watch it. Maybe you know, I was just well. It's not just that it's a noir. A noir is something. A straight noir. um, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie L.A. Confidential. Mm. That's a more modern noir. Um, uh, There, it. So True Detective isn't like exactly a noir because there's this Lovecraftian element where there's like nefariousness behind the scenes, like pulling strings that you don't see Mm -hmm. as if there is a evil presence that you just Mm -hmm. can't quite comprehend. 
like always pulsating in the background. They're, that's like Lovecraftian. So noir itself is typically where you have like uh, just your your lead is going to be a damaged, flawed human being. Um, he's going to be at the end of his ropes. He'll be pulled into a scenario that's a, a way over his head by a woman. Um, and she comes to him as a damsel in distress, but is act, in all actuality the femme fatale. And she'll flip okay. the script on him eventually. And that's basically how a noir works. He had legs like the towers of Buckingham Palace. That's right. <laughs> and I just wanted to go part them like the Red Sea. And that's basically how those work. The added element of uh, just like the thing you can't quite put your finger on in season one of True Detective was like, I thought it was a brilliant stroke. And now not only is it here in season three, they actually t- like discuss it. He's mm-hmm. constantly saying, like, I'm missing it. I'm missing whatever this is. And they're discussing the thing that they're not quite putting their finger on. And not, not to, like, cut you off, Joe, but, like, the thing that I liked most about True Detective was anytime I watch something like this, I'm always trying to figure out what or who did it. Right, the who done you it. Know, the whole time. And it's a lot better than your garage sale mystery, so. For sure. <laughs> um <laughs> But in True Detective season one, you couldn't do that. Every episode, you were like baffled. Nope. Nope. You had no idea where it was leading. But the chemistry between the leads is really what carries that show. Correct. I I definitely agree that it's between the two detectives and the stories behind their own investigations and what they're coming up with and how you can read into it. But at the same time, like... That still puts me there and wants me to continue watching because I'm still trying to figure it out because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, then maybe it could be this. And that's what I like about this show, that it's not giving me everything. Because, you know, when you watch, like, Castle or if you watch Lethal Weapon, you like, oh, he did it. It's like you immediately know, and it's boring. It's like, okay, how are you going to get there? You know what I mean? Like, why even watch it? Because you know exactly who... And yeah, what? and it's just the the specter of who could it be, who's the the actual bad guy helps, and that's what season two didn't have because one of the the bad guy was the main character, mm-hmm. one of the main characters, and you saw his motivations and you tried to empathize with him. Yep. Which uh, I don't know, it's fine. Vince so. Vaughn is is great in it, but. So Joe, what is your pick of the week? Uh, my pick of the we week, talked- since uh, yeah, True Detective is uh, dope as balls. I'm going to recommend that y'all go back in time for Valentine's Day and watch the Big Mouth Valentine's Day special. Ah, oh. oh, fuck! It was pretty great. It was very good. I still got to catch up. Well, after I got done watching it, I was like, "Let's go to the bathroom and climax into that thin toilet paper." I was that excited. <laughs> I kept banging on the door, but he wouldn't let me go. I was in. like, "Jerk off!" Yeah, 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 exactly. So, he took all the pillows with him and everything. Yep. <laughs> all the couch cushions. and They don't come off our are, couch, baby. Are the couch cushions men in your room? <laughs> you know it. Uh-oh. Dickerous <laughs> is flying too close to the sun. And like, she saw me just carrying all the couch cushions and she was like, Yeah, pretty soon I bet they'll all be swinging together. Just a big old fucking suck. The addition to this special was there was more music in it than I'm yeah, used to. There's musical numbers, so that, that was fun. Yeah, that was Matthew's fun. singing two parts at the same time. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was fantastic. How are you doing that? <laughs> I'm just talented. <laughs> oh, oh boy, but gosh. yeah, guys, um, watch that and also watch the Michael Bolton big sexy Valentine's Day special. Just sit there and get all Valentine's Day up in the biz. Uh, so absolutely, yeah. Those are our picks make- of the week. If you have any picks of the week, submit them to us at moviedummies at gmail dot com or on facebook dot com slash moviedummies. We'll be happy to interact with thou there. Oh oh oh! But is it movie news? Yay! Okay, what you got for movie news there? So I was scrolling along and I got completely excited that Cloak and Dagger season two is coming out. Woohoo! Oh hell yeah! Hit us with that release date. April fourth, and it says something about Freeform, whatever that means. It's on it's used to be ABC Family, it's a channel. Ah, well so there you it's go. It's called Freeform. I'm very excited. It looks like the same two people are coming back and well, I why wouldn't they? You just oh, never know. You never know. Mm. You know, just take Lethal Weapon, for example. 
Yeah. Anyways. While Cloak and Dagger is exciting, I have some odd news to report. I've been hearing some rumors this week. It's reported in a bunch of different places that Marvel is going to use Guardians of the Galaxy 3 to completely reboot the MCU. What? That's going to bum me out hard. I've seen it. Reboots? I've seen it in a couple different places, so I don't know. I mean, these are just rumor mill stuff, and I don't usually try to jump into rumor mills about the MCU because it's usually garbaggio. Mm-hmm. But you know a lot of these guys' contracts are up. They could. Yeah. They've been doing it for a long time. If they had to recast, the time would be now, right? True. I suppose so. I would think after uh, Avengers 4. Yeah, I don't know. Because they've already got some movies filmed that come after that, though. So it's... Mm. Uh, if you hear anything, moviedummies at gmail.com. Let us know. Let us know what is Please. up. Uh, we're all very interested. Oh. Our precious MCU is in danger, thanks to some tweets by James Gunn. I ha- Can I do another pick of the week? No. One last thing I want to report is that uh, suck. it's some of the happiest news I've ever heard. Hasbro has confirmed that Bumblebee, the movie, has rebooted, rebooted the Transformers cinematic universe. What? So, hey. Bumblebee serves as a reboot. So all of the great character design, all of the the redo from all the Michael Bay bullcrap uh, sticks forever. Yay. Wow. So that makes me really happy. No more Michael Bay. Including the, the new character remodels that they're all... Uh, closer to like Transformers G one, yeah, like the same design from the cartoon. I that, guess it that makes me happy. It it's it is what it is. Like and there was no masturbation jokes, so <laughs> true. I mean, it was way more kid friendly. It was way more like the Transformers I grew up with. I really enjoyed it. So that makes me. I happy. did too. I'm just. I can't wait to see what they actually come up with if they're going to continue it. It seems like if you just take it out of Michael Bay's hands, you can take a mediocre script and make it fun. Okay, Joe, I get it. So can I can I do another recommendation? No. <laughs> no. Does anybody else have any breaking news? I have a recommendation. Shut up. <laughs> I have some breaking news. <gasps> Is it a recommendation? Shannon has a recommendation. <sighs> so me and the fucking mustache, you piece of shit. <laughs> Oh, I just have to. Did anyone play uh, Where in the World is Carmen oh, Sandiego? Oh, good lord. Yes. When you were a kid, you did? Of course Matt? we did. Yes. yes, of course. So my son Luke was dying to watch uh, the season on Netflix. There's a Netflix There's original a new Netflix called, original called, called Carmen Sandiego. Sandiego. So I watched it with him, the complete season. Shut up, baby, dude. And it's pretty cute. Um, so what color is her coat? Red. Hey, this jacket is awesome. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, and it's tighter than dick You're welcome, skin. Joe. You're welcome. Do, she has a red hat, Chief too. Does Chief mention at all her milky white breasts? <laughs> nope. Okay. There's no mention of that. So there's no, no wanting to get in between her thighs from no. Chief. I like it. It has a storyline about her. If you don't know what um, I'm talking about, you need to listen to Comedy Bang Bang. Awesomeness. Yeah. And Yeah. Anyways, it's good. It's a uh, animation eight Animated episode show. Uh, show on Netflix. Go watch it. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. I can take that off my list. Okay, I got a uh, movie news. Yay! Do 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 do. So apparently, uh, you know, I don't think a lot of people care about this, but Aquaman is getting a sequel and a what? horror spinoff. What yeah. a horror! Yeah, a horror spinoff. What does that mean? Yeah, I, I don't they're, know. They're taking one of the... Come on, like, don't bullshit me. Backyard, not super popular characters from the Aquaman uh, world, and they're giving them a horror movie. I can't remember who, though. Whoa. That was actually confirmed before the Aquaman sequel was. That's so dumb. I'm sorry. I did not like the movie. In fact, I liked it less than the movie we watched for this week. You are much in the minority in that, though. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are raving about it. Well, a lot of people raved about Wonder Woman, but that also sucks a fat wang. 
Um, That's absolutely true. Well, so since I Shannon's throwing in it, so. extra recommendations and all, I'm just going to throw this. Uh, Comedy what? Bang Bang, episode number 469, begins the the the, uh, the journeys of one chief. The chief from uh, the old TV show, Carmen Sandiego. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, played by Carl Tart, comes in to talk about perhaps why this uh, ragtag group of uh, children was sent to find Carmen Sandiego, and it's because the chief just wanted to bang Carmen Sandiego. So, <laughs> um, so uh, along with that news, uh, apparently this is something A.A. Ron will get a big boner over. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. I think yeah. that's... Does that have to do with Dune? What? Does that have to do with Dune? Yes. I saw this. Uh, Go ahead. Jason Momoa and Thanos himself, Josh Brolin, will be joining the Dune re- reboot. For 2020. I was like, you have to be joking. If only their right? vision was 2020. <laughs> they wouldn't make this nah. movie. <laughs> Did they watch it first? <laughs> we have to probably watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to be Ugh. sick that week. Anyways, <laughs> let's get on to uh, the task uh, at hand. Horrible movie. Is Anyways. it horrible, though? Yes, it was horrible. Ooh, I don't know. I barely have any notes. I don't know. We'll, we'll get is. to it. It was like a gutter ball that hopped back out and hit a strike at the very end. So we'll talk about that, though. <laughs> so this movie is called Collision Course. I had never heard of it before. And while perusing a list of horrible movies for us to watch, uh, I came across it. And here we are watching this movie, is- Collision Course. And as soon as you said Young Jay Leno and Pat Morita, we were all in. But he's, oh, not, yeah. he's also not that young. No, no, he's not. He's just not gray haired yet. You know what I mean? It's Did it's he become a, gray early? Because he had gray hair in the movie. Uh, you know, he's, he's been in stuff since like the early 70s. But how many, how much acting has he, he done? Then. I don't know. Like, I don't I think, think he's done much. And I think this movie might be why. <laughs> he was obviously a uh, late night show host for a while. That so was he had a lot of couple years. Do, but but... And he's a stand up comedian. He never stopped doing stand up. Right. So there he is. Like that. scars. Yeah. I can see. Big chin. <laughs> oh, I thought we were just naming stuff we knew so about Jay Leto. Sorry. The. And I, I think like Jen. <laughs> It also takes place in Detroit. Is it actually filmed in Detroit? It looks like it, yeah. Uh, yeah at least a lot said, of it is. IMDb said North Carolina. No way. Huh. Uh, well, some of it had to have been filmed in Detroit because there's uh, like Detroit buildings being shown. I don't know if they just like did a flyby of some of them and called it a day or what. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, let's just most, fly by and most, get the scene. Most movies that are filmed in De- or that are set in Detroit are filmed that way, like they do all the ADR, then not ADR. All uh, they shots. do shots of the city, and then just intercut it into. Stuff as long as we don't have to land, stage. we're good. Yeah, obviously, it's the production value in this movie is not great. Um, nope. The movie starts off weird too because I might have missed it. I know there's this giant title card and it's like collision course. Like as if they were banking on this being a hit. <laughs> did it mention Jay Leno or Pat Morita? It did. In the very beginning, it mm-hmm. said Jay Leno and it, and it said Pat Morita. And then after the collision course, it said starring Ernie Hudson. Right. And it said everybody else. else's names. I missed where it said Jay Leno and Pat Morita. So I was like, where the hell are they? Why aren't they first? <laughs> They they were they were before all that stuff, but it was weird. That whole thing was weird. Yeah, and then there's the beginning thing. where he show you're just trying to get some character building where Jalen was a cool dude talking to the black guys and trying to get their pizza and racing them in his old Corvette, which would get stomped. Um, yeah. Was then it? he tried to get the blonde cop's number, which uh, I guess he does. Yeah, and yeah, he gets. Awesome. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. At the end, he's like, oh yeah, go back to my house. Yeah, wait. No, there. he said he he says go home. Well, what? he she gives him his number. It's five five five. Yeah, right. But I mean, like five 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 number. Home is like he's like just go back home, go back to the house. They're living together. No, he wants her to go home so he can call her. Mm, I th- and he's I going. She's going to his house. I I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm not going to watch it again to double-check that, so... No. No. Uh, 
Marita is a uh, sorry, Mr. Miyagi. If, for those who don't know, Pat Marita. I just said karate. Kid is Mr. Dude. Miyagi is Mr. Miyagi in this movie, especially during the scene? Which... He's a he's a smartass, which makes would make him a complete outcast in Japan during this time yeah. period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's just like. There's a bunch of little beats in this movie that are really bad. Like the heart attack when the guy's hanging upside down. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. Sato. He, his name it, is not Sato. <laughs> That's what it was in the Karate Kid 2. It was like a That's the only thing I know him by. <laughs> okay, that's not weird. <laughs> I know as you as, as Prince s- Fancy Pants, and that's what as you shall soon, be. As soon as I saw the him hand the picture to Miyagi, I was like, oh, "It's Sato! They're reconnected!" I you was so son excited. of a bitch! And then he was in the movie for all of three minutes, and I was sad. Yeah. Aww. Well, then he takes the guy's no. pulse, the bad guy. With his thumb? With his thumb, yeah, you can't take a pulse with the yeah. thumb. Yeah, it's like, it um, nope. And, you know, just you so you... Feel your like, own pulse in your thumb. The heart attack scene, just so we're clear, is just going to set the tone for the rest of the acting in this movie. Yeah, it's not good. I did like... Did anybody like uh, Kane's from RoboCop 2's gun? Oh, his sweet laser gun? <laughs> or if you're not comfortable with that reference, how about with the Ripper... From the last action hero, I'm not familiar with either of those. Uh, his name is Tom Noonan. He's the the guy. Do you know one who has the rocket Noonan. gun? Mm-hmm. No. You've Gully? never seen uh, nah. RoboCop two. I've never seen RoboCop one. Oh, you should see. Well, RoboCop one is fantastic. RoboCop Cop two is this podcast worthy. <laughs> Back to the movie, I'm please. Good. His sweet laser gun that makes sweet laser gun sounds. Pew. It's not a laser, it's a rocket. Oh yeah, that's what we heard. It's a rocket gun. Same thing. You watch G.I. Joe. It's untraceable. <laughs> yeah. Or something. And then Jay Leno is constantly mumbling. Yep. I don't know if he was... He took acting lessons from Harrison Ford. Yeah, no. Harrison Ford speaks clearly on the day. But like... So <laughs> this was all ADR, though. On the like, day? No, none of this was recorded on set. None of this audio... So he's sitting there in this audio booth. Yeah, this little high pitched voice. And his little lift. He's doing it. He's just from up He's trying to be cool, I guess. You know, it's like, what the hell, dude? Learn how to enunciate so that others may hear you clearly. I mean, I just watched that episode of Friends where Gary Oldman teaches Joey how to enunciate. And when you enunciate, you spit. You spit. Maybe maybe he didn't want to spit all over. Maybe. Well, he's in an ADR booth. And what the hell is Ernie Hudson doing in this movie? I have no idea, but he was so young. He's not I've, that young. He's freaking five years away I from know, Ghostbusters. But, I know, but I've most recently have loved him and Grace and Frankie as a very old man. So I just I love Ernie Hudson. You know, oh, he's, yeah, for he's sure. still out there. He for still looks sure. good. He's still doing his thing. Yeah, 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 for but sure. Like, geez, oh, Pete's. Hmm. He his pedigree is too high for this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe not at the time though. He was okay. I guess. Back to this awful movie. One of my favorite parts of this movie. When he goes, "Hey, can you call a Jap a John Doe?" You liked that line? <laughs> no, he like called <laughs> him all these is car so names. Oh yeah, it's really racist. This movie. It's very so racist. And I'm curious, I, you know, this is, I was three when this movie was born. Maybe I, it just, that's not what it. No, this movie was, was three written when this during, movie was like, made. this movie was written when Japanese internment camps were still a thing. Probably. But you know what I mean? I just, Yikes. I don't understand. Was it, did the people yeah. of Detroit blame Japanese people for the downfall of Detroit? Like, was that a There thing? wasn't a downfall of Detroit. It's just, there was a gas S- crisis, so foreign, foreign cars became more popular because they were more fuel efficient. It had nothing to do with anything. I know, but I know, but did did we, the American people, blame them much in the way that um, Germans blame Jewish Jews for... I think the sentiment that we, you feel there now sense. was born out then. 
that you only drive American. That and that sentiment is still very much alive. Which in, is retarded because you know it's yeah. all. It, yeah. It's, it's, okay. Foreigns are foreign cars are built here. American cars are built there. It's it's ridiculous. But that's neither here nor there. But that sentiment that's is coming from. Yeah. The, this uh, this uh, this movie was almost as racist as that cartoon we watched. Almost. So I need like to ten times when Leno is yelling to the hotel security to hold anybody who looks different. I was like, "What are you?" Doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> what part is your favorite part. part, Shannon? It wasn't the fact he was calling him all these car names. I just want to make sure that's pretty clear. It was when he was on the phone and he just hangs up on him. <laughs> I like when Karate Kid dude. Pat Morita yeah, talking to his boss. He's talking to his boss. He's like, uh huh. Uh-huh. So Oop, that's what I want to know too. He's he, talking like on the part. phone to his boss in Japanese, but he's speaking to him in code. Yeah, why? Right. Why? In case some of us dumb Americans why? speak Japanese, I guess. Nope. Why? No one they does. Have, they they no have why. to be real secretive. Like you notice how he's like, oh, don't mention the prototype. Yeah, he's speaking Japanese. <laughs> you don't know if any of the lieutenants in the room. I guarantee I nobody guarantee. in Detroit knows how to speak Japanese. <laughs> oh well, yeah, look at that! Wow. You know, I mean, um, I was really <sighs> sad that Pat Morito was like doing this weird. Not not only was he doing you know a Japanese accent, which is fine, even though he's from Jersey. Um, but he was definitely interchanging the L, you know, yes. the R for the L in a very racist manner. I, I was really disappointed. Not once did that happen. It's not necessarily racist. Um, no, I think he only did that. Didn't he only do that when he was talking to people who were like? Talking no, he did it all the time. Uh, yeah, it was. It 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 was. You know, I thought he, he was just a, doing it to like mock him. Like, oh, and Pat Morita's not from Jersey. No, he's born. In, you know that's Daniel son. Daniel, <laughs> he's born oh, in California. I, oh, <laughs> yeah, I thought he was from, from Jersey. Either way, he's from here. He's when he speaks in interviews, it's with a typical yeah, American accent. We all saw him on he's Happy Days, not, right? Happy he's Ar- Arnold Wong or whatever. I can't remember Arnold. That's all I know. Hmm. So I just don't get it. I don't get. Like the stereotypical accent is fine. It's not necessarily racist because it is a thing that exists, and he is well, of Japanese descent, right? So sure. that's at least better than uh, freaking Mickey Rooney doing it. Well, sure. I'm just knowing that he can do a Japanese accent without doing that stereotypical thing. It, I, I found it off-putting. Is all. That's all. You know, I found it off-putting. We did get to witness the first ever Detroit car show, it looked like. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, yeah, Which, the Indy 500 is in Detroit as well. This guy does yeah. this whole speech, <laughs> unveils his car, and leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how uh, Iron Man did it. No, no, no. His dad. Right? And he showed off the cool wheels that flattened and made the car fly, and then it fell. Mm, yeah. yeah, that's That was Captain America. Detroit. Where did you see that? Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That scene was much better than this scene. Right around the time uh, Pat Morita was brought into the police station, I started to get really frustrated with this movie, and I just stopped taking notes. (laughs) There wasn't really much. You know, they I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's one thing. This movie, like, even the the quality obviously was pretty low and subpar, but, like... That's generous. The story itself is just dull and... Right, Sorry. and it's not. It doesn't really lead you from one scene to the next. You're just already there. Yeah, yeah. you know there there would be it. It would benefit from some exposition. A lot of the exposition in this movie is handled while, like, let's say they're in a bowling alley fighting. Yeah. Right, and there's all this noise going on, and they're yelling at each other. Hey, I got this weird lispy voice, and I'm going to try to yell. And it's it's very very hard to understand and hard to follow. That Especially, was the one part of the movie that did make me laugh, though, where he was like, police, and the guy's like, criminal! Right. <laughs> it, the The fight scene itself is bad. Nobody yeah. knows how it's to fight. It's real bad. No. no. I don't know. Although, and Pat yeah, Morita, apparently... A, a bowling ball. 
Yeah. Pat Morita apparently knows how to fight, but like he doesn't should just chooses not to, I guess. In the beginning of the movie where Jay Leno catches him and he starts putting the cuffs on him, he totally pulls a move on him and hits him right in the solar plexus and then takes off. Right. And then he does like the running kick into the windshield, but apparently he just doesn't know how to Yeah, fight well, into him. a green screen. Well, yeah. In a bowling <laughs> Let's not spoil that yet. Right. What I need to know is after they blow up uh, the guy from RoboCop 2 with a grenade because he's stupid enough to pick it up wrapped in a note. um, Right. Did he he pick it up or did he just look at it? I think he picked it. No, he didn't quite pick it up. He was was just looking at it. And it was sitting on some fruit, which made the explosion look good. But Mm -hmm. they go to this bar where everybody knows Jay Leno and... uh, I just need to know. I need to take a poll right now. What is the likelihood that the saxophone player actually knows how to play the saxophone? The lady? I don't understand. Why wouldn't they? Because I don't know if you saw the body language of that person who was playing the saxophone. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they don't know how to play the saxophone. Uh, okay. Sure. Oh, it was I really bad. Know. Like I said, I wasn't watching it either. Oh, I didn't say that. I really wasn't watching it either at this point. I was watching it. I just stopped taking notes. I'm like, this is There was dumb. nothing yeah. keeping me there. Like, there was strange noise, and then he's a pig, and Mr. Miyagi cleans up for him and gets him drunk, and obviously he can't hold his liquor, but... Yeah, that scene was dumb. Yeah. Hmm. And then they're driving down the city so to speak, that's not Detroit. But then I was like, I wonder if Detroit looks better now than it did then. A doy? I don't know. And I don't think it does. And, who knows, right? They actually must have done some shots of Detroit from the ground, too, though, because when he's driving uh, on the one street before he races the dudes in the car, uh, you can see Tiger oh. Stadium. Right. And I mean, it absolutely could be that IMD shot. In Detroit, I There's some of it. I mean, there Detroit, has to be sure. some location shots there because of the license plate, the scenery. I agree with Matthew because of some of those shots in the background that are very familiar to us since we're from Michigan. So, but then the horrible bowling alley scene. And then, like, my mind's wandering during this movie and I kept seeing Pepsi. Yeah, Pepsi was evidently a sponsor of this movie. It's everywhere. I was like, poor Pepsi, you need a refund for your movie. They just lit Michael Jackson's head on fire just a couple years before that and got him hooked on propofol, which ended up killing him. Good riddance. And uh, now they got to deal with this movie. (laughs) They just couldn't catch a break. And then it's my last note was... Well, to be fair, I don't think a lot of people found out that Pepsi sponsored this film. Right? (laughs) Their message did not get out there. Not as good as Coca-Cola did with Mac and me. True. Very true. But yeah. And then... Or the weird whistling that stupid thing did. And then I'm at the part of the movie where I was like, what? 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 And I actually sat up in my chair saying, what just happened? Do I ruin it? Oh, you forgot the part where they're in the the garage and they have a fight. Yeah, that's dumb. And they get away on the motorcycle easily. That's dumb. Yeah. Easily? It, it was dumb. And then Matthew brought this up, the Indy race that yeah, supposedly is happening. Yeah, they get into an IndyCar race, and then uh, yeah. they go from there to, um, gosh, where does the last battle take place? It's just like an alley. Oh, because they get to the rental car place. Do yeah. they flip? Oh, yeah. They where get they, the car. they find the car I've with the supercharger seen, in it. I've never seen a more anticlimactic uh, yeah. Car chase ever. I was, I was. It's just like this <laughs> lazily like, pull just, in and like, <laughs> we're no, there. No, they freaking they throw when they take the Toyota with the oh, souped up yeah. engine and then they drive it through a box truck and then it just crashes and it's just over. And it's it's weird. Yeah, it's like, I've never seen anything like that before. They wouldn't live through that either. They'd be like <clears throat> dead. I didn't see no seatbelts. Just goes to show lot. you, Toyota's safety rating is higher than that of an American vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Pepsi. <laughs> On the motorcycle, Did I get them all? kick the car, too, and the car actually moves over? Yeah, he's a just... Yeah. I was like, yeah, what? I'm a stand-up comedian. My legs are really strong. Kick it. <laughs> I was... I, I kept getting hung up on stuff that's just not... Yes. Like... 
things that just don't happen in Detroit or Michigan or, you know, whatever. I kept getting hung up on in life. But like when Marita gets out of the cab and hails another cab, I'm like, I don't think you can do that in Detroit. (laughs) Again, wasn't alive for the 80s. So I don't I don't know. But you can't do that now. I, I no, Certainly now it would be, you know, you just, you're already waiting on your Uber. It is what it is. But, yeah. like, it's just, there's a lot of that where it just doesn't make much sense. You know what I, I mean? I mean, that kind right. of thing, I mean, that kind of thing would make sense in New York because that's where cabs Did anybody live. pay attention to the old lady at the car rental place? <laughs> the old yeah. lady at the car rental place. She was just like, yeah. <laughs> her five minute fame. I was like, I should I rewind this and listen to this old bitty or just keep going? I wanted to <laughs> keep over with, so I just kept going. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it was definitely a, a weird scene. And then, give me my purse. So the <laughs> we're very close to this. Like, I can't believe this happened. Scene that made me so sit this up. movie when I called it a gutter ball, flinging way right down the lane the whole time. Um. I said that it popped back out and became a strike. So, <laughs> to save Jay Leno's life, Pat Morita goes full sprint running at an automobile, <laughs> jumps up karate kick style, 18 feet off the ground, and, just- and double front kicks through the windshield and kills Chris like Sarandon. Fucking which- Japanese torpedo. Have we- <laughs> Which we didn't even mention that Prince Humperdinck is also the bad guy in this movie. Right, Prince Humperdinck. So he uh, double kicks him. And he shoots, I did it again. He shoots Jay Leno him. in the leg, right? Yeah, yes. he does shoot Jay Leno in the leg, which is why Pat Morita has to save him. But the kick kills him. There's blood yes. just pouring out of his face. And then his kick is so powerful. The car starts on fire. Yeah. Like, how is that possible? He crashed into a different car, though. I know, but it was because of the kick, Matthew. That's what you don't get. The kick did it. And the car exploded! Because that's what cars do in movies, god dang it, and you can't tell me any different. Maybe Dragdoor was there. Dragdoor? Yeah, he was like, Is that the drag queen? How do you say R? Burn another people! How do you say girl? So... Genius, genius, genius. Who knows? But then I, uh, I could watch that. I don't know all day. <laughs> that's <laughs> all you need. Because oh! he's doing the, like a thing oh, build up too. Yeah, he was like pumped, man. He was like, come on, see. <laughs> but then Jay Leno's got to pull him out of the car because he's like dead. Yeah. I mean, he knocked himself out on you the car. And front kicked a person in the face through a windshield. I think mean, he'd be pretty messed up, too. But they got punched in the face 85 times by dudes in a bowling alley, and they were fine. Was he wearing like Nike yeah. or something? Yeah. We never Some saw blood on shoes. him. They'd have concussions and be in the hospital <laughs> <laughs> if they got punched that many times in the face. I mean, they just they skipped that part. It's no, just, we cut to the you airport. Know, and, and you're used to like movies like where, let's say, Fast and the Furious, I believe it's six where Vin Diesel crashes into the side of an overpass, flings his body across, grabs someone in, in midair, they carry all the way across the gap between the highway and land at another car, and they're fine. No. No, that doesn't happen. Yeah, yes. I mean, like You're used to that type of those type of physics and that type of uh, unreality in a movie to actually see uh, something that's kind of realistic. I mean, he'd be in a coma if he did that for sure. <laughs> Actually, what yeah. really would have happened is he would have bounced off the windshield and went flying <laughs> over the car. <laughs> but, but, you know, that is what <laughs> He kicked him through the windshield. He's still, yeah. He double freaking kicked awesome. him through the windshield. You're totally ruining my brain thoughts. And he killed oh, him to death. <laughs> he killed him until he died from it. <laughs> and, you know, at that point, they should have just cut the movie. End on a good no, note. No, that would have no, been they... an amazing ending. Just like he pulls him out and then right. like, how he did. We but no. Like, Bro. Yeah. No, we got to go to the airport. <laughs> and they're <laughs> trying to be funny yeah. about a duty-free gift that's yeah. this car part. The, and then... sur- the turbocharger. The, yeah. Uh, experimental turbocharger. It's and the then they the smile and end movie. Yeah. 
Praise God. This movie ends on the rarest of rare split screen freeze frames. <laughs> never seen it before, yeah, guys. Why did they do that? I've never right. seen it. I've never because ever. It was beautiful. Split screen freeze frame. So I got to tell you, what this movie lacks in the beginning, it really, really tries to hammer home at the end. Double front kick through a windshield, split screen freeze frame. That, those are some big saving grace points. So I don't know. Yeah. 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 Okay. If only, <laughs> I mean, let's be realistic. We're only ever going to watch the last five minutes of this movie ever again. I'm sure there's oh, some yeah, fan sure. edit where it's like five minute I want, montage. Yeah. You oh, know how they have those 10, 10 hour, like 10 minutes long. those 10 hour cuts yep. of like, and I said, <laughs> they oh, just play it for Joe. 10 hours. I just want to see a 10 hour cut of uh, Pat Morita jumping through the windshield. <laughs> On it. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Your wish is my command. Awesome. So we're here, guys. We're at the end of the movie. Any final thoughts? I'm ready to rate it. Anything I was we missed you want to talk about? That's all. Well, the only other thing I want to bring up was they never really changed their outfits. No, this all happens in one day. Yeah. Yeah. It's super strange. Well, it's two because they definitely well, get yeah. drunk and sleep. But it's really just like one event. But the same right. jeans, yeah. That bothered me. I mean, how how many times a day do you? You know, but then there's other things like me Firefly where they wear the same thing every day. So you, because kids kids change their clothes. Oh, too much. So yeah, wear it for three minutes and then put it in the dirty clothes basket. You've got to be kidding so me. So let's kid. rate it then, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh boy. Ooh. Um. Yeah, yeah. You know the first whatever hundred, the first like hour and twenty four minutes were pretty damn boring. I tell you that much. Um, there's a little bit of value to nostalgia. It was nice to see all the young people who are now like ancient or dead. <laughs> and it's it's weird to see Jay Leno do anything but like late night kind of uh, you know late night talk show or like stand I, up you know right you, and you see him in a few other things but it's like whoa it's Jay Leno thank the God above that he is good at something because he's not good at acting no no he's not a good actor no, no. or is that just um, me? Okay. no <laughs> yeah, so that the first hour and 20 whatever minutes is pretty horrible uh there's a, there's a few things that were okay like the joke about where he's like police criminal and he punches them um there's some other stuff like i thought the the gunfight between noonan and the and uh the two main leads was like all right um yeah where other he's than, shooting other with than a that, shotgun from 150 yards away, unrealistic. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Other than that, it's uh, it's pretty bad. Uh, and then the last few minutes is pretty awesome. Uh, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Decent. Three. Decent wow. score. Okay. Who goes next? Angela, because Joe's on his phone. <laughs> okay. I'll go next. Uh... So, I really wanted to like this movie. Going into it, I really did. I, I wanted it to be some magic treasure trove of bad goodness that, you know, history had forgotten. But there's a reason history forgot this movie. Exactly. It just wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. The acting was garbage, except for... Chris Sarandon, who is good in everything he does. Um, and I, I was is he bored. even good in this movie? Not really, but, you know, I think that's the point of his character is mm -hmm. to be, you know, overblown and ridiculous. Who? Uh, Chris Sarandon, the bad Prince guy. Humberding. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <clears throat> Mustache man. Porn stash. Yeah. So... I I was severely disappointed. I built it up way too big in my head before I watched it. Right. That being said, there were, you know, that, that flying front kick 
double front kick was just unbelievable. It was so... I mean, that I would get a 10 from the East German judge. I mean, I could not believe that. The, and I knew as soon as he walked out in front of the car, I knew what was coming. And I was just like, this can't be happening. Right. This cannot <laughs> would, be happening. They would never do um, this. I was like, what? Right, down the car. It was like a full 20 seconds. And I'm just sitting there like, this can't be happening. This can't be <laughs> happening. Oh, my gosh. It's happening. It's happening. Oh, it happened. And it was, it was very exciting. Is that what it sounds like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're totally ruining my brain thought. Okay. Sorry. So I'm Shut up, baby, dude. It really and, and churlish. It was, and the two was just for that front kick. Okay. <laughs> One for each foot. Oh. I went through the windshield. <laughs> not bad. Generous. You generous. say two feet up, huh? Okay. Yeah, generous. yeah. Two that feet was our up. old rating system back in the day. So, uh, so yeah. <laughs> it's my turn, right? Sure. Yeah. I'll go last. Oh, you go then, Shannon. I thought you went already. <laughs> You're not here. I was, in taking, space. I was taking care of business. I give this a negative 1.3. Genius, genius, genius. I will never watch this again. Generous. Um, you make me sad. Yeah. It gets that rating because it's an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah. I What's no. worse, this or Futterman? This is worse. I'd so rather should, watch Futterman. So then you have to finish Futterman. Nice try. I don't so. know if that's how that works. Yep. <laughs> if she doesn't finish Futterman, I'm going to make her watch it again. Like, I had no... There's no connection for me in this movie whatsoever. I had no... Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Joe, your turn. <clears throat> nothing, nothing, nothing goes to nothing, nothing, nothing. Uh, this movie doesn't have any of that je ne sais quoi of a bad movie being fun. There's no Miami connection here. There's no hard target. There's no, you know what I'm saying? There's no Olympus has fallen in this movie. Right. It's just bullshit. And it shouldn't Whoa. have got made. You watch your mouth. It shouldn't have, It shouldn't be on the earth. Um, it was made 20 <laughs> years too late for any of the jokes be to be appropriate. Uh, the oh, lead Jesus. is a guy who and cannot watched, handle and, the and movie. Watched thirty years late for the jokes to be. It wouldn't have been okay in nineteen eighty nine, really, either. I mean, at that point in time, I Fisher know. Stevens was already catching crap for his portrayal as an Indian gentleman in Short Circuit. So you know, <laughs> we had we'd already been brinking that point in time. I mean, so it is what it is. The, the movie itself, I give a zero out of ten. Um, however, the double jump kick through the windshield gets a 2.7 million out of 10. <laughs> so, so what does that average out to? Five oh, minutes. Zero out of five 10. Minutes, well, five minutes of the, or we'll say 30 seconds of the one hour and 30 minute run right, time. You, you do the math while we wrap up. Here. All right. <laughs> yep. Oh, who's got the game today, by the way? Who knows? Perfect. Hopefully not me. Cause I don't have a <laughs> Yeah, I am not, not prepared. prepared. I'm not prepared. Okay, Go then I guess we're skipping game this week. So yes, uh, we are. We can do another oh, man. It is what it is, guys. It's how the cookie crumbles. As uh, alrighty then. That's how the cookie crumbles. Isn't that what you're saying in Bruce Almighty? Yes, it was. That's all right. We'll be done right about in an hour, so it'll be good. It'll be good for the people to get it'll done with good, this podcast good, and good, get good, over. Good, 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 um, good. Do you recommend people seek out and try to watch this? No. Movie? And I have to tell you, it was hard to find. No. So, no, it wasn't that hard to find. I watched it on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> so not via the link I provided you. Thank you. No, that seemed too complicated. It was on YouTube. You just make things complicated, Joe. I thought I was making them easier. Nope. I mean, if I had had to pay, if I had had to pay three dollars to do to watch this movie on YouTube, I definitely would have do used it. the link. I couldn't find. She's it really either, elusive so. tonight to certain activities. <laughs> do you wear a jacket what does your jacket look like it's tighter than dick skin it's tighter than dick skin for sure do, do, do. what yeah. are you doing I'm asking people if they'd want to watch this movie people or podcast guys. members well, we no. all answered did Matthew no. answer okay that's what I'm waiting for no don't don't watch it yeah, in fact, I think you should try to watch something else, which is what we basically <coughs> just, the thought I had behind our posting today. 
Um, we guys behind the scenes here, we guys, <laughs> okay. You can speak. We guys do the good thing by the scene of the shore. We had a bracket where I picked a bunch of buddy cop movies that are better than this movie. And uh, here are the results of the voting of the movie demi. Nah. Okay? <laughs> the f- <laughs> First, we had Beverly Hills Cop versus Beverly Hills Cop 2. Beverly Hills Cop 2 won. All right. I don't know why. I've never seen either. So then we had Running Scared. I've never seen either, either, but I voted for the one that had the most votes. Oh, okay. That's how Trump um, got elected. So then oh, we, had, we had Running Scared with Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines, not Running Scared with Paul Walker, uh, versus Rush Hour, and Rush Hour wins. Oh, I thought it was Paul, the Paul Walker one. No. I voted for Rush Hour. Uh, Tango and Cash versus Seven. Tango and Cash wins. Heck yes. 48 Hours versus Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon wins. Oh, yeah, baby. Hot Fuzz versus Hard Boiled. Hot Fuzz wins. Oh, yeah. 21 Jump Street versus Last Boy Scout. Last Boy Scout wins. Good then man. we have The Heat with uh, Sandra Bullock and uh, Melissa Stop McCarthy oh. versus Die Hard with a Vengeance. Die Hard with a Vengeance wins, deservedly so. Mm-hmm. Miami mm-hmm. Vice, the remake with Jamie Colin Iron. Farrell and uh, Jamie Foxx versus The Other Guys. The other guys wins, and it goes up against Die Hard with a Vengeance, and the other guys beat them there. The last Boy Scout faced off against Hot Fuzz in the previous bracket. Hot Fuzz wins. Lethal Weapon versus Tango and Cash. Tango and Cash wins. Rush Hour versus Beverly Hills Cap 2. Rush Hour wins, and Rush Hour faced Tango and Cash and lost. Tango and Cash wins. Wow, they we love this play. Hot Fuzz versus the other guys. Hot Fuzz wins. Then the voting came down to Hot Fuzz versus Tango and Cash for our next movie. Because uh, we're just going to pick a, a better buddy cop movie. And what better buddy cop movie than the buddy cop movie that makes fun of buddy cop movies as part of its storytelling device? Hot Fuzz, guys, is the movie we're going to talk about next week. Was that too convoluted? Was it too much? Probably, but I loved it anyway. Perfect. I can't wait. We didn't have a game, but we had something uh, boring to talk about instead. So Hot Fuzz, <laughs> the second of the Cornetto trilogy from Edgar Wright. Um, excellent, excellent movie. So this this will be a great comparison because not only is it a great buddy cop movie, the whole plot device is just a good movie. It's just making fun of or it's satirizing buddy, buddy cop, cop movies. movies. So it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Didn't you say that it would probably be closer to Rush Hour? Just to- well, that's what like Rush Hour seems like the prototype, or this this movie seems like the prototype for Rush Hour. It almost seems like somebody watched Collision Course when it came out and thought, you know, this could be a funny movie if it was done better. Right, and it, then that it person could have been Hour. Jackie Chan. Right, and you they and. Rush Hour happened, and Rush Hour is much better. It is and much better. And there's three of those, right? Yes, three. So. Yeah. Uh, Rush Hour way, three is definitely worthy every... of our podcast. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 for sure. That's the one with Don Cheadle. Or is that Don one? Cheadle's in the first remember. one. Oh, okay. What? Love it. Um, I don't. Your remember. score averaged out to ten thousand points. Okay. You scored it at ten thousand. Um, no, Don Cheadle's in the second one. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Don Cheadle's in the second one because he's like, you're selling Chinese soul food on Crenshaw. Your mama would be sad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. You have the weirdest oh, we love references. references. And there's Jeremy Piven with the, I want to put a dead animal on you. That was fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Let's put some water wings on you and spank you in a bubble bath. Uh, but yeah, we're not doing that movie. We're doing Hot Fuzz. So we'll see you guys next week for Hot Fuzz. Uh, if you've never seen the it, boy, oh, boy, speaker. are you in for a treat. Um, Look out for P.I. Staker. <laughs> Steven Merchant's in this movie. So. Yes, I love Steven Merchant. Yes. Long oh, late movie news. Late movie news. He's involved in something I was really excited about. Uh, he's in movie. Girl with the Spider Tattoo or whatever. No, they, he's doing something else. Oh, okay. Well, we'll producing something. Or, I don't know. Since your audio's coming next out, week. we'll uh, talk about it next week. Sorry. So, guys, uh, uh, tell us what you thought about Collision Course. Uh, if you had to watch it, we apologize, but let us know. Movie <laughs> yeah, do yourself a favor account. and just YouTube uh, Pat Morita jumping through the windshield. Yeah, yeah, or, you know, yeah. It is just on YouTube, that. so you can just skip to the last five minutes and just watch that. There you go. That's better. So. Do it. Um. Yeah. 
Thanks for joining us, guys. We had a lot of fun talking about it, even though the movie itself was boring as balls. We hope you didn't have to sit through it and you just listened to us bitch about it instead. So we will uh, talk to you guys Language. next week. As always, I'm Joe. I am Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. And for... A-A-Ron! We are the Movie Dummies. We will see you guys next week. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Also, bye. 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 Michael Bay's Transformers. Sucks. Thanks for listening, Meatbags. Check out other episodes at MovieDummies.com. Contact the show hosts at MovieDummies at gmail.com. Catch you on the flippity flop.